Welcome to another episode of the Resilient Chat with Nat. I am Natasha O.M., your host for this podcast. As a female trauma survivor and a somatic trauma coach, I understand the healing journey can be overwhelming. I'm here to guide you to release your emotional trauma through mind, body, and soul connection so you can finally be free and thrive in your life. My intention is to create a ripple effect of love, growth, and consciousness. This is a space where I will be sharing with you a combination of ancient and modern teachings to help you build resilience and move from pain to power. So I have been wanting to do an episode on chronic illness for a while now. I mean, it's because I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but chronic illness is on the rise. And personally, I have been noticing more and more people getting sick and diagnosed with a chronic illness. In fact, many of the people that I've worked with, they have been diagnosed with a chronic illness. And maybe you know someone like your friend, family, colleague, who have been diagnosed with chronic illness or maybe you know someone who knows someone that have been diagnosed with it. So the causes of chronic illness, they can truly vary from poor diet, poor lifestyle, a virus, and even stress or trauma. Here's the thing about stress or trauma. So when a stressful or traumatic event happens, our body and nervous system are hit by a lot of energy. We then go into this overwhelm. And when we are not soothed or held right away, or um, in other words, when the trauma is not released from our physical and psychological systems properly, we are then left with the feelings of overwhelm and the tension may remain trapped in our tissues and affect how we see and experience life. If you guys wanna know and learn more about how trauma or stress can be stored in the body, you should check out the book by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, The Body Keeps the Score. It's a really great book that covers about this topic. I mean, there are many other books um, out there, but this one specifically, it covers it really well. And so as the trauma uh, builds and takes up residence in our tissues over time, or even stress, it can express itself in our everyday lives, sometimes for years, which then can also manifest to multiple issues. And one of those issues is chronic illness, which is what we will talk about today uh, in this episode. So on top of that, when someone receives a diagnosis of chronic illness, it can also cause them to live in fear because there is this constant threat to safety. So this is why I also feel so called to do this episode because I want to also end the stigma around it. We should be able to talk about this more. So, and this is why I think I couldn't have done this episode without inviting a true chronic illness warrior who will be sharing her journey and what she does to keep her health up because I want you guys to really hear it from someone who has been there and who 
is um, now like on the other side of it who is living in remission so without further ado let's get to this welcome vanessa today we have vanessa Piginati. is that how you say your last name yes yeah <laughs> so vanessa she's a holistic health and wellness coach and in fact, we used to work together and that was like, what, six or six to nine months ago, something like that. It was yeah. quite a while ago. Yeah, about that time. Yeah. Vanessa, after struggling for years with chronic Lyme disease, Bartonella, POTS, EBV, SIBO, and leaky gut, and chronic fatigue and pain and parasites, she now helps others on their healing journey. So then, Vanessa, I would love to hear how it was like for you to go through all of those things that you had gone through. And I'm aware that you were in isolation at some point. So if you would like to share, maybe not all or just whatever you are feeling called to share. Yeah. Growing up, I just noticed that I had numerous things kind of going on. You know, I was always sick. Um and, you know, I started developing insomnia and anxiety and all that stuff. And I really just thought it was normal, um, especially the joint pain. People just told me, oh, you're getting older. Um, so after college, I went through a really stressful time, which seemed to have really triggered a lot of symptoms to come up, which I didn't understand. Uh, it really felt like my body was betraying me and I just couldn't figure out what was going wrong. And I, I went to many doctors, I was in and out of the ER and I tried lots of different medications. Um, and the doctors just really chalked it up to me having anxiety and it all being in my head, which was mm. extremely frustrating because I knew something was going on in my body. Yeah. So after that took about a year or two to really find a doctor who believed me and diagnosed me with chronic Lyme disease and co-infections and some other stuff. And I finally was, I was relieved to have a diagnosis, but I really just didn't know what that was going to entail. For me, I thought, okay, great. I'll just take a few pills and I'll be all better. Um, which is not what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I started my treatment of Lyme disease and things just really downward spiraled from there. I got very, very sick. I was bedridden. Um, I was walking with a cane. I really just could not function on my own and really relied on my brother and my parents to help me. Um, and they were my biggest supporters and really helped me through the time. Um, and one of the biggest turning points was when I discovered that food is really healing. Yeah. So, you know, someone, I was working with a nutritionist and she was like, Hey, you got to cut out bread, gluten, dairy. And I was like, what, why would I do that? Um, so, you know, I put my faith into her and I, I cut them out. And, um, after cutting out those things for a week, I was able to walk without my cane. And it was only for a few days, but that really hit home about how important what we're putting our, into our bodies is. Hmm. And things just like drastically changed in my life from there. That's when I really um, got into holistic medicine and was like, wow, you know, foods are here, here to heal us and we can use them 
to either fight or um, feed disease in our body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I continued on my treatment and then I really switched to a lot of holistic stuff. And after a while, I really just didn't wasn't getting much better on antibiotics. Um, and I made the switch to going all herbals and um, plant-based and that kind of stuff. And that's when I really saw even more healing happen. Um, mm. So yeah, I did that for about nine months after being on a year and a half of antibiotics, mm. which is a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. And even for me, just like a month, I remember I was sick, just like from a cold. And I went to the doctor here and they were like, okay, I'm going to put you on, on antibiotics. He didn't even really look at me. He was just like, okay, obviously you have a cold, antibiotics. And then that exact same month, I got the same cold again. I don't know if it was mm. the same strain, but I got cold the cold again. And um, the doctor, the same doctor was like, okay, we're going to put you on antibiotics again. I was like, in that same month? And I was like, no way. <laughs> so, but yeah, I agree with you. Food can really be uh, medicine. So how mm -hmm. did you, did you, just kind of study everything by yourself at the beginning because you know you had your nutritionist right that guided you okay cut out um, bread gluten all of these things and then after that when you went into these herbal and other kind of natural supplements did you just go through that find those things um, by yourself like through your own research or what inspired you more yeah so during my whole health journey, I was really um, researching and doing all this stuff. I really felt alone during it. Um, the people mm -hmm. who are supporting me had never gone through any kind of chronic illness. So they really didn't know. And I didn't really have many people to give me advice in this holistic um, like sector. Um, the people I surrounded myself with just didn't understand it. So I did have my nutritionist, but after I found out how powerful food was, I really dove into researching it myself. I spent so much time reading, um, um, talking to other people in the holistic community, and just really absorbing all information that I could. Because when I was at my sickest and when I was bedridden, I made myself a promise to get to a point where I would be symptom-free. Mm -hmm. And... I've been putting all of my energy into that for years. So yeah, I would say for the last four to five years, I've been self-studying nutrition um, and other holistic stuff to make sure that I get there. Yeah, nice. And what pushed you to keep on moving forward? Because I know, you know, you're not the only one who, you know, dealt, deal with these kind of issues. Maybe not similar I mean, it's exact same things, but maybe similar things. Um, I know like in my case, it wasn't those exact same things, but like similar things that also affected my physical health. But easily, you know, people like us, we can just be like, well, you know, this is the way I am. And well, I'm just going to listen to take my medicine and, you know, do what they told what they tell me. So what made you to push and keep on moving forward and realize that there's something else, there's something more, that I could be more, that I can do, you know, other things? Yeah, I think for me, 
it was, and I think this is true for a lot of other people, but when you hit rock bottom like that, you have like two options to stay there or to make a change. And, you know, I lost everything. I lost my friends. I lost my health. I lost everything I was passionate about. And I really had to change my entire life. And when you're like at that rock bottom moment, it's okay. I'm, am I going to succumb to this or am I going to make a change? And that was where I decided that this is not what I want my life to be like. And I, and that's kind of where I went from there. And another really big thing that kept me motivated was like my change in attitude around it. Mm. I was very negative and very angry for a while. And I shifted to a attitude of gratitude and tried to be more positive. And that actually really helped me work through a lot of the stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. And that is so, so important because when we, and this happens oftentimes when we're given a diagnosis made before physical or mental health you know we get stuck with this label and we're like okay Mm -hmm. now i have this now i am this not i have this i am this and Mm -hmm. i am this diagnosis and i'm i'm broken you know there's something wrong with me i'll never be normal what is normal anyway right and so i can understand how you know, how you were angry at the beginning, how you were, you know, not feeling super good about it. And I think it's a very natural response. And, but I'm so happy to hear and also to know that you, know, you switch to this attitude of gratitude. <laughs> 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 and yeah, I think it's so important for everybody else um, to hear. So how did you make the switch to have this attitude of gratitude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, I think when you, I was so sick mm-hmm. and when I finally started making small improvements by changing my diet, I would be so grateful to like, for example, take a walk down to the river or to be able to spend an hour with some friends, which I couldn't do before, or make a phone call with someone or make a delicious meal. So those small things that, you know, we do every day that we take for granted were such big moments for me that I really just felt like so much love and appreciation and gratitude for something so small that it kind of just built off of that. I really just tried to, also every day, I try to think of three things I was grateful for the day. And even if they were just as small as like, I woke up and I'm breathing, mm-hmm. you know? That's kind of where I made that shift. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful. And so what is your daily routine is like now? Yeah, so... I've actually been in remission for over two years now, which is amazing. Um, So I'm not on any formal treatment, but I have been um, using food as medicine ever since I've reached remission. I, to this day, um, am very careful about what I put in my body and really tailor my diet to the symptoms I still have in order to heal them. And I'm really excited to share that I only have three remaining 
them out of, I don't know, I had like 35. So that is really exciting. Yes. Um, It's a celebration (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a typical day for me will look like when I wake up my morning with lemon and honey in my water, I drink a 32 ounce uh, raw honey, right? And then I have celery. Yes. Yes. Raw (laughs) honey. Yeah. Um, And then I have celery juice after that. And then I usually make a smoothie or I have some fruit and that'll hold me over until usually lunchtime where, you know, I could have a bunch of different things, but I'm plant-based and vegan. So I really focus on getting lots of fruits and veggies in and lots of really good whole foods. Um, and then, you know, I snack throughout the day on some more, um, and I do have a really big sweet tooth. So I tend to make something um, that is plant-based and vegan for dessert. Like I love my banana ice cream. <laughs> oh, that's good though. That's healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, satisfies the sweet tooth. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what a typical day looks for me um, meal-wise. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like um, taking care of yourself in other aspects, what are you doing with that? Yeah, self-care is also a huge priority for me um, because, you know, that also keeps you so healthy. So I (laughs) regularly do yoga and meditate. Recently, I have found that journaling has been just a great outlet for me. Um, And as far as like self-care, I use my sauna. I do lots of yoga um, I love to take Espen salt baths. Those really are healing for the body and, you know, really help those sore muscles and joints. Um, I'm obsessed with skincare, so I love to do like a detox mask every couple of days. Um, <laughs> you know, so self-care is a priority for me. And as of recently, like getting into nature has been really grounding and such a great form of peace and self-care for me. So, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. And yeah, self-care is so important. I mean, every day should be self-care. It shouldn't just be like, okay, five minutes of my self-care time, you know? So uh, I know that maybe some people that are listening to this um, might be thinking, well, that sounds like a lot of work. And I don't know if I'm ready to make such a big change in my in my habits, in my daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um so I just want to ask you, when you made the change, um, you know, to do all of these things, to invest in your health more, were you, were you like afraid? Were you hesitant or were you like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to change everything? Was there um, a fear or did you enjoy it? What made you enjoy if you do enjoy it? Yeah, you know, it's definitely, it, when you're starting out, it can be very overwhelming there's a lot of tips out there. There's a lot of different diets. Exactly. It's, it's hard to know exactly where to start, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I would say in the beginning, I was very overwhelmed. Um, but I think the main thing I like to tell people is it's slow and steady that wins the race, right? Just start by adding a few things and changing up a few things here and there. You know, you don't have to have it all perfect at once and you also don't want to overwhelm your system. Mm -hmm. So just start with a few small things like cutting out, 
you know, the inflammatories, adding more fruits and veggies into your diet. Try going uh, vegan for one day a week if, you know, meat is hard for you to digest, stuff like that. Um, as far as like staying motivated for it, I think for me, as I ate cleaner and cleaner, when I would, ha I would go back and have like a brownie or something that had all the inflammatories in it, yeah. I felt awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah. felt so sick. So then it got to the point where it wasn't even worth it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That reminded me of a story. Maybe I shared it to you um, once in one of our sessions, but one time I, well, not one time, you know, I've been eating healthy. And then at one time I, I ate this like Nutella be ready bar. Did I tell you the story? <laughs> Yes, and, yes. Yes. And I was suffering. I was suffering on the ground. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? My stomach was hurting and I didn't understand. I was like, what? That much? And that is so crazy. That's so crazy how much like our body is so smart and how food is truly, can truly affect us. And we can use it as mm -hmm. medicine. Like, would you rather pay for a thousand dollars of pills and all of these antibiotics um, or beautiful, healthy, delicious food, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, like my grocery bill, yeah, I spend a lot of food right now, but I'm also not having to invest in so many doctor's appointments and treatments and all that stuff. So I'm spending way less now than I did when I was under treatment. And it's only going to benefit me for the future. So I, I see it as an yeah. investment in myself. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a really great. Do you have anything else that you would like um, to share regarding your journey? Perhaps something that you think other people who are experiencing with chronic illness that they need to hear? Yeah, I'm feeling really called to bring up something you mentioned earlier about feeling like we're labeled mm. as our illness. And I like to look at the diagnosis or the dis, dis, disease as dis-ease, right? You are having dis-ease of the body. You're not your label and you can get past it and you can definitely heal from it. Yes, 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 I agree. You are not your label. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're not your label. And that also goes for everything else. Like even if you are a teacher or whatever, a consultant, you know, you may do that for certain hours of the day, but you are not that. And that's not your true essence. So yeah, that's such a great reminder and so good to hear. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa. It's, it's really, you're it's so really welcome to hear from you, from you and you know, to hear a little bit how it was like for you, because I know that there's a lot of, I mean, I'm seeing it now more and more. I feel like the chronic um, people who are suffering from chronic illness, the rate is increasing, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe because, yeah, because our food is, gets further and further mm -hmm. away from nature. So that mm -hmm. is probably the reason why. And I can understand it. Actually, there's one more thing that I would like to ask you because something just came up. You know, right now, um, it's the pandemic, <laughs> the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, people who have chronic illness, maybe they are more anxious because, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're in the higher risk group. Um, how do you think they can navigate through that? If you have some yeah. tips or how are you navigating? Because, you know, you, you have struggled from this as well in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely taking precautions to keep myself safe, you know, um, being very careful about where I am and who I see, you know, just as a precaution. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been really focusing on boosting my immune system and keeping lots of antiviral foods and herbs in my diet. That way, um, I stay healthy. So yeah, I've been having a lot of zinc, a lot of vitamin C, um, thyme is a really great herb that's antiviral. Um, garlic is a great, great food. It's antiviral, antibacterial, like, you know, yeah. so I've been adding that to everything I eat. <laughs> I love garlic. So, I always put like 10 cloves when the, when the recipe is like, just put two, like, everything in. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's going to need more. <laughs> yeah, it's going to need more. I know. <laughs> I love it too. So yeah, and also honey, raw honey is antibacterial, so that's really good for your immune system. It will actually boost your immune system. So, you know, it's just sticking to that whole food plant-based diet. Um, I know that it's going to keep me healthy and really support my immune system. Um, and as far as the anxiety around it, yes, I think we have all felt that. So I have been doing sound baths and breath work and meditation just around that to continue to stay grounded yeah 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 so important so important because life can take us out of our our balance and it happens every day not just even during even before the pandemic so it's important to have to go back to these tools that keep us grounded yeah thank you for mm -hmm. sharing that so you're then, welcome where can people find you yeah, so um, my Instagram handle is healing with Ness. It's healing W period Ness, and Ness is spelled N E S S. Or my website is healingwithness.com, and it's just W Ness for the website. Okay, and I will leave all of this information in the description box. So you guys can go check it out there if you're interested to connect with <laughs> Vanessa or Ness. <laughs> <laughs> thank yeah, you I love feel free to reach out too I love to hear everybody's stories where they've been in their health journeys you know I'm really passionate about that so mm -hmm. yeah thank you Vanessa thank you so much thank you my love thank you so much for listening to this episode and to Vanessa's story I just wanted to say if you have been diagnosed with a chronic illness or know someone who does I know how hard you are trying i may not know it 100 percent but i just wanted to say please do keep going but at the same time allowing yourself to rest allowing your body to rest and i'm sending you so much love if you love listening to this episode go ahead and tag me on instagram at n-a-t-h-a-s-y-a-o-m so i know that you are listening and we are breaking the stigma together until next time <laughs>